Hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. On tonight's episode, we're going to be talking about how four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles take down all of Xavier's mutants. Stick, stay tuned. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. We are... Uh, New a new lineup here for box office breakdown. So very much a kind a shout out to all the the, the previous hosts here mm-hmm. leading the way here. I know they've been here with you for a long time, and I know you fans are big supporters of them. Hope they give us a chance here to stick around. Uh, it's going to be a little revamped as we do a couple new things, and we kind of test the waters along the way. Some things will stick, some things will change, but we hope you will enjoy the show that we as we continue forward. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me here on Twitter. We've got a whole new panel. Starting next to me, we've got Quinn. Hi, my name is Quinn Skillian. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. And hey, my name's Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And it's DJ Richie Sky. And you can find me everywhere at DJ Richie Sky. Now, as always, though, on Box Office Breakdown, we're going to break down the weekly box office and provide insight for future weekends to come. So follow us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes jump in on YouTube. You can follow us along with the chat. If you've got thoughts about this week's box office, please feel free to share as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. So we're going to jump right into it. The top five domestic box office. Look at that. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows comes in at number one. You guys surprised or not? <laughs> no, no surprise there. Not really. <laughs> not Seriously? <laughs> Come on now. It's like, it's almost like having another super, like, like it's superpower movie. I mean, that's summer. So but it's, it's also nostalgia. Like it's like you know, exactly, not exactly. quite as big as Star Wars, but it's the same thing. Where everyone's like, oh, we get to go see a new one. Yeah, you know, so people are psyched. Expected. And nostalgia plus those people can take their kids. True, because it's like PG thirteen yep. of the kids. Like, oh, we want to see the action movie. So yeah. But it's like, okay, we can take you to that. Did the kind last of movie. one come out in nineteen ninety? Was that the last Ninja Turtles movie? No, uh, this is the sequel for the yes, new for one. Yes, the 2014. Oh shoot! So, yes. Okay, I thought we were talking. You're about thinking about way, the back. Way, way back. Way back. Well, the day. then, then you can argue on the nostalgia. How happy the people going to the theater are for the remake, you know, because it's like the first one did well enough, and 35 is not too bad. But no, you enough know, to come in at number one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now it came in a little over 35 million dollars, but it was down <laughs> from the opening box office of the first film, which came out in 2014. It's almost down about 40 percent from the original uh, original take at the box office. I was expecting a little bit more. First Just one? a little mm-hmm. bit more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I in my head, I was predicting 43 or 45. I was hoping for that, but. Do you think that's because we were competing with the X-Men movie, or? You know, that's a uh, that's a good question. No, because I think it's people, yeah, people already saw the first one, so now they know what the style is like, because the first one you get the excitement of like, yeah. ooh, they're remaking it, and we're going to go see it, and now they're like, either they like it, and they're going to go back, or the people who didn't like it aren't going to go. Sure. Mm. And I think that was, uh, certainly critically, the first film was kind of uh, very much a mixed bag for the mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I feel like that may have affected the, bo- affected the box office this go-around. People were a little bit yeah. like, eh, do I really want to see another one of these movies, and maybe stayed away that opening weekend. But I mm-hmm. think the, the critical uh, reviews on this one are much better. So who knows? It might have a little bit of legs going into the next weekend. What do we got here that's on true. Rotten Tomatoes? Thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof, that's not uh, okay. Not that's not good. great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you guys like let the Rotten Tomatoes like critique or any other reviews like dictate whether or not you actually go see the film? No, no, I don't either. Like but I, I have to see it for after myself. After I see the movie, <laughs> after I see the movie, yeah, I tear them apart. I go in, <laughs> after I see a movie, I know really, like, I'll, yeah, I read a little bit of reviews, not really, you know, it's good, you're going to see it on Twitter, you can't really escape, yeah. you know, you can't really get rid of them, but, like, for sure, after I go see a movie, oh, I'm seeing what everyone else is saying. Like, are you seeing what I'm, I'm like, seeing? I'm, like, all in the reviews, like, I'm, like, reading everything, like, I'm, like, going to let it affect me, but I still have to know what they're thinking, and then I have to go see it for myself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm so weird. I know, I love reading the IMDb message boards yeah, like, of, like, what people too. say. Dude, Reddit, man. But so many times, though, you go, like, really? Or you just go, did you watch the trailer? It's exactly what the trailer said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Why are you surprised? Exactly. So that's more where I find a lot of the negative reviews are, like, do you not know what this movie yeah, is? Yeah, but I mean, also, like, that's why you're but disappointed. But reviews are the same thing. I mean, like, there's one thing when, you're, when you've got, like, Huffington Post or if you've got, you know, a New York Times mm-hmm. or whatever, those are reviews. But it's a whole other thing where you're, like, if it's something like Rotten Tomatoes or Yelp, people are only going to go if it's because they have something to complain about. For the most part, if you're not getting paid to do a review, yeah. if you've got a gripe, that's more of what you're going to see. I don't know. I feel like I, I see the reviews and I can understand them, but, like, 
what happened to just going to the movie and just enjoying the experience? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. want to be that critical about every movie I see. Yeah. I don't know. And then back to the articles, though. There could be plenty of people that they go review a movie that there's no way they're going to be excited about. Exactly. Like, They've decided before. Flow. Exactly. They already yeah. knew. They, they already know. knew. Of course. Well, well. Uh, so, all right. Coming in, uh, number two we have uh, for that. We have, again, the mutants. As I said, we, uh, we, they, mm-hmm. they're defeated. They're Back Xavier's match. mutants. Still holding number two, though. Still holding number two that came in at a little over $22 million. So a drop-off of over 65%. Surprising? Drop-off is expected, I think. Yeah. I mean, usually it's around like half or so, but this yeah. says was 65, so a little bit concerned that it had a little bit more of like a more than half of a drop-off? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I can't get excited about these movies, man. I used to love, I loved the first couple X-Men that came out, and now these new ones, ever since the first the first revamp of them, I'm just like, man, it's wild. That's down. so interesting, because I find that most people got more excited by these than the first set. I know, I think that's definitely true. Which is so weird. Star power, probably, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, Jennifer, you put Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence, Lawrence in a movie, people are going to be excited Jennifer about Lawrence. it. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, know. but I even feel like her enthusiasm is kind of, kind of waiting for that, because they just don't see, they seem to be doing a lot of, they're spinning their wheels with these movies. So I don't know if they're, with the, these 10-year gaps in between each film, I feel like the characters just kind of get reset, they kind of just stay static. I don't, I don't know where they're going to be heading with these other films. Yeah, it's, it's hard to track an arc when you're doing it that way. Yeah. There's, there's also a lot of negative online press for uh, X-Men with what billboards they did for advertising for them. So that could really greatly affect how people are going to the box yeah, office. Yeah, that one where he was like choking uh, Mystique or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, yep. people were not psyched about that. They are that. not happy. Well, they're complaining ask, like, a lot. Why was that so bad? Because it's a violence against women comparison. Which, it's one of those you go, yes, I can understand what you mean. But some people argue there were so many other better images they could have used. This is from true, the but it's like, well, you're gonna it say that very, it would be more. It was a moment. You know what okay. I'm saying? Because you're kind of wondering if this iconic character, Jennifer Lawrence, Mystique, is going to die. You know what I'm saying? So I understand why they went with mm-hmm. that. And I don't think that I would have been thinking that. And I think that when people complain about that, it takes away the excitement about the film. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you know nothing about that movie, it's a man choking a woman. If you want to look at it on that basis, yeah, it's, it's a startling image. I don't love it. I I didn't really. I don't. I'm kind of indifferent. I mean, to I'm, it, not gonna, but yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be the one posting. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. be the one to do the Jezebel rant about it or anything. Right, but I'm saying right. that, like, I understand. Yeah, when I did see that, that was what they chose. I was like, interesting. Like, interesting. So do we that think that that affected the box office? I think so. Oh yeah, wow. because it that creates a ripple effect of negative press mm. that people aren't happy about it and then they just tell other people about it and so forth and just keeps going. And we can get into that you with Alice, Alice through the looking glass too. Is that our next one? I actually, no, we got me before you first. But as you said, like Carrie, you said you're indifferent to that. So for somebody that's kind of indifferent and you see all that, does that affect you in terms of box office? Like, I'm, Are you more or less likely seeing that image eh, to go? That image won't affect that I'd want to see it because it's. I like superhero movies. I like the X-Men. I'm a fan of the comics. I'm a fan of the cartoon. Um, so I would go see it regardless of the billboard. Uh, I had a dis- we we all chatted the other day of actually a thing that kind of bothered me but it wouldn't affect my going to it is I didn't like Psylocke's new outfit and just from the billboard I'm like ah, I'm okay with it being sexy but there was no reason to cut out a hole in her already sexy outfit but <laughs> so as a fan of like the original image I'm like mm. Well, listen, but some I'll people would say anyways. that was a good thing. No, right? <laughs> I'm just saying people would. I know, but I'm that person when the first X-Men came out, I'm like, Jean Grey's hair is not red enough. It's the wrong length. And, like, Rogue's hair is wrong. I was, like, that fan. I'm like, no. No, I understand what you're saying because you want to see those characters look yeah. exactly how they looked in the comic book. And the Trust me, I get it. it's sexy already. It's already sexy. And she's sexy. And it's, like, pointless. It serves no purpose. <laughs> it's like Eon Flux's wedges. At least she had stuff in the wedge shoe, but yeah. feels. <laughs> there you go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hot Aeon and Flux that one didn't do very well either, but still. <laughs> so coming in at number three, uh, sex, we have kind of a little romance right here. Uh, Me Before You from Warner Brothers there came in just a little over $18 million. Did better than Alice? Yeah, it did better than Alice. I mean, I, you know, looking at the billboards, I think we talked about this before, like the billboards, hard to gauge what that movie is if you have never read the novel. I did. I yeah. read the book. Yeah? And I loved it, and I'm so excited about this movie, but it still didn't, it, did, it wasn't enough to drive me to go see it the opening weekend, though. So mm-hmm. seeing really? those billboards, wait, really? wait, wait, why not, though? 
Typically, mm-hmm. I find that when I read the book, I have to then go yeah, see the movie. No, like, I'm the I am, same like, way. invested. I'm the mm-hmm. same exact way. I mean, I'm really, really, really excited to see this movie, but, like, it's the kind of thing where, like, all my girlfriends, we all want to go see it together, so now we got to, like, uh, you know, figure out a plan uh, and, like, do the I whole you. thing. I got so, you. you know, I mean, like, there's plenty of movies that I'm excited enough about that I'm just like, screw everyone. I'm going alone. I want to see this movie so bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get my little popcorn. I'm going to go get my little drink, and I'm going to sit in that dark theater, and I'm going to see this movie. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I don't care what you're, what else everybody else is doing. Like, that's that's that important to me, but this movie obviously you're didn't making get it a girls' night adventure. It's got to be a girls' night. It's so that's interesting. Be. That's so interesting. Seeing that you read the book and you loved it, mm-hmm. seeing those billboards out there, uh, did they sell? Can that I preface movie? love though, really quick? Go ahead. Like it's beach reading. You know beach what I mean? Okay. Uh, so it's it's okay. great. It's enjoyable. Great. It's enjoyable. Right, yeah. It's breezy. I read it in like a couple days. You know, right, already I mean? backpedaling, Quinn. That's what I like to but see. But it was so <laughs> much fun. It was so cute. <laughs> so we have an example of who's going to the box office for that movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like it's. The romantic one. There haven't been too many romance kind of ones lately. So that's besides a like big... a Nicholas Sparks something something something. He exactly. always he keeps to be shitting he... these out like every couple <laughs> years all like, the time. But do you feel like that billboard was a good representation of that book? Could you look at that and say, like, "Yep, that's exactly what I pictured when I read." The yeah, book. yeah. I don't think I don't think the promotion was great. Okay. Oh, I don't know, I, we dude. were talking. It just I mean the whole you like, can't tell what it's about. But it's Amelia Clark, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, Khaleesi, go see this movie. It's Khaleesi." Even the trailer though seemed just like I know where this is going. It's not going to end well. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. It's depressing. It's a snappy no, it's so <laughs> cute, guys. So I want to see that. Sometimes you just want a chick flick, and this is a great movie for that. But then you've got it, you know, compared to all these other movies that are kind of bigger smashes. So, you know, it's I, don't a, think, I don't think it was ever going to come in top of the box office. So I think three is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I'm actually very surprised on that. Uh, as we're talking about it coming in at number four, as we're talking about Alice Through the Looking Glass. Uh, a little over eleven million dollars, down almost fifty eight percent. So, yeah. I, surprisingly, I, yeah, I'm actually surprised it's not more, given uh, the fact that it just seems like, I'd, and, and, as we've talked about before, like a sequel that nobody asked for. Yeah, yeah. I actually saw this one. <laughs> that's what we had that conversation. Yes. I kept thinking, we had the, I had this crazy <laughs> conversation, and that's what we were gonna do. Who asked for this movie? <laughs> that's right. Well, for you, you saw it. Mm-hmm. Did you? Were the billboards the draw, the or the previous film the draw? Because we were talking about how this film for Alice and Look Through Looking Glass, there were either no billboards, or they were put up so late, or they were so nondescript that you're like, wait. Oh yeah! Wait, what? What is this for? Yeah. So their advertising campaign was like minimal. So the impetus to go see this movie was that I babysit little girls. Uh, okay. And they so wanted it was to see a kids movie. Ah, there in was a, way. a method for this. And so actually, I really liked it because compared to really? the other stuff that I have to take them to go see, mm. it was fantastic. And compared to Hotel Transylvania Two, Alice Through the Looking Glass was amazing. <laughs> Did you see the original? Um, I did, yeah, but I mean, like, so long. That was so long ago. Like, yeah. I think I was yeah, freshman in college. It was comparison. Do you like the second? Oh, the first one was real. I thought the first one was really fun. It was cool. I really like Mia Wasikowska. Mia Wasikowska. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's really, really charming, mm-hmm. and so I really appreciated that. Um, this one, I thought Anne Hathaway. I, I mean, like, she was atrocious, man. It was so hard to sit through that performance. Are you serious? Mm. But, um, but you know, it was just like, yeah. I mean, I thought. I thought like because I because I also just saw the 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 snow the Snow White and the Huntsman mm-hmm. kind of one yeah and the the draw to that movie was the CGI that stuff that they to, did they man didn't do that well though but I mean I mean the movie itself plot wise it was fine the CGI though I mean like all the really? all the animated stuff was insane and so that's what I was excited about this movie mm. and I actually didn't think it was that great. Hmm. I didn't think wow. the actual CGI was amazing. I got a major headache and like seasickness from watching the first one in 3D because it was one of those they did the it was everything on the edges was blurry. Yeah. Oh, and so okay. I was like, I don't want to see this. Yeah, we, we didn't. We didn't see it. We just saw <laughs> it. It's just yeah. like no. It went real Blair Witch on you. Yeah. Okay. Well, speaking of 3D, how much uh, do you do you want to see films in 3D? Do no, you feel no, like that, never. Do you feel like that's only a way for people to goose up the box office? Only animated films, because that's the only thing that can be 3D and not bother you, because it's not reality. So it's not. You're not like that. Seems off, because it's it's just like when they do facial recognition things <clears> like. Oh my gosh, I'm blanking the name. But when they've done movies where it's like someone's face, but it's not quite right, you you're bothered by it because you're like, mm, oh, it's kind of like like Tom right. Hanks and like uh, the Polar Express, like that kind of uncanny valiness of that. That one, yeah, that one's okay, but it's one of those yeah, your brain goes, it's something's a little wrong. So it's 3D with real people, you're like, mm, it's just something a little off, and that's like bothersome to watch. Mm. And they generally okay. get it wrong, and it just is like the edges aren't right, or just looks weird. And yeah, See, it's just a way to get more money. Here's how I feel: 
It's like, if you can go see a movie in 3D, there's a chance it looks really, really great. But there's also a bigger chance that it's going to look worse. So you're safer. Your safer bet is to just go with the standard. And yep. to not, yeah, you know I what mean, I mean? It, yeah. it, I don't think it adds... I don't think it adds anything. It no. doesn't really add any value to it. No, I mean, I could be wrong, but I just don't feel it. I was going to say, maybe only the cheesy original ones where they first started doing, like, the thing out at you. That was cool. Then, when they first started no, it, it, and was. now you're like, either it's lame, or it's a, or it's overused, or it's just like, why do I, I have to pay $5, $10 more, and it's the same yep. movie. What about Avatar? Uh, I don't know if I saw it in 3D. I did see it. I saw it in 3D. I think I saw it in IMAX, and that was good enough. There you go. See, I'd rather see IMAX over 3D. I kind of agree with that. I want the screen to be bigger. Well, the screen bigger. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There are some theaters that claim to be IMAX, and that's not necessarily. So be careful when you buy your tickets, by the way. Because I went to a theater, and they're like, it's IMAX. It's IMAX prices. And I get in there, and I'm like, this is not big enough for IMAX. And they're like, well, and I'm like, did you get your money back? No. Tell me who it is. I'll, I'll send a nasty email. It was my Ooh. friend's birthday, and so she wanted to go, and we didn't have time to go to another show. But it was one of those, I'm like, this is a lie. You can't do that. Mm. Anyway. I just want iPick so I can lay back. Well, okay. Speaking, <laughs> I was going to say, leading into our next one, animated. Like, Angry Birds, you could probably see in 3D because it's animated. So thus, that kind of leads better to uh, it being 3D. It's not quite as you know, unnatural looking because it's already in an unnatural space. Yeah, I mean, you mm. could, um, but why? Uh, yeah, that why one's, you, yeah, you're know. probably Who, taking like five kids already, so right. why would you pay more? So there we go. We got the Angry Birds movie coming in number five, uh, just a hair over $10 million, down a little over 45%. So, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a little, a little, actually a little less than the standard drop that we think. Uh, so, <laughs> may, and certainly uh, right now, there's really nothing else other than maybe like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Kind of competing for it, which is more of that kids type of friendly movie. But this is the only animated one currently in there. So I was told we were gonna we were supposed to think of Angry Birds as this year's Lego Movie. Really? Yeah, that's what mm. I heard. Didn't see that. That's what the internet told me. I know, but I, I feel like <laughs> no. uh, Lego is like everlasting. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Evergreen thing, and I feel like Angry Birds. That's what they wanted it to be. Yes, maybe. and it's it's like. Three years too late. Like, yes. why are we making this movie like now? I mean, I was playing Angry Birds back then. Now I'm on Candy Crush. That's yep. what I'm saying. Like, who? I I don't have it on my phone anymore. I, like, it made me too angry. <laughs> Just like this movie being made. It's a little dated in that sense. Yeah. Who asked for this now? That's right, Richard. Yeah. Are you working on your Candy Crush movie though? Huh? Are you there working you on your Candy, candy Crush movie? movie? I, I am secretly. <laughs> yes, yeah, secretly. Ah. Secretly. All right. Can't wait for that big release. It's going to be exciting, guys. <laughs> so that was the domestic numbers here, but the international numbers always have an impact as well. And, uh, in fact, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Out of the Shadows, uh, this was the biggest launch that Paramount has ever done for that. And that mm. led to offshore premieres with $34 million in 40 territories. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Uh, now, Warcraft uh, from Universal Pictures, uh, not out here in the States yet, but it's coming out already in the UK, has $29.9 million in the second session to take a total of $70 million in two weekends with that expected huge China debut looming. Sometimes this blows me because I just feel like it does. Like, like, say, words there, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what definition of that do you mean? No, you know what it is? It's blows like, your mind? I'm, I'm never I, I just want a sometimes I just want a universal release. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Everywhere at the same time. So now I gotta yeah. read all these reviews from overseas and I gotta do all this hunting to find out like what mm-hmm. happens because I wanna know before I see it. So I just want you them like to spoilers? Do it. I do. I totally get, oh, into get this. out of this room. <laughs> really? Love them. Spoil it all for me. I want to oh, know. Because oh, then I'm still going to see it. I'm that guy. Sorry. Man, I completely disagree, man. On no. Sunday nights, I don't check anything nope. until I've seen I all my know, shows. So, yep. You know, tell me. Hmm. Now, uh, we have Zootopia. Uh, from Disney, it crossed the one billion mark at the global box office. That would be so good. Yeah, a, a great movie, for sure. Really did enjoy it. Did you guys see it? I did. I I liked it, but I'm not in the I loved it category. Yeah, it was like cute. Uh, because the I mean, the plot was you know simple enough, and I I mean I get that the message was important, but I'm like, it was cute. Not like the, yeah, not, I mean that's the only word you can thing. think of. Like it's cute ish. Yeah. And uh, but I'm not surprised because I mean it, it is a it is a well made film, and I definitely can see a lot of people liking it. Yeah. And I'm not surprised at all that it did as well it has so far. Yeah, I, I just like the world building alone that was involved in that film. I thought it was really well yeah. Oh, yeah. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous mm-hmm. looking and very intricate and interesting. And everybody knows 
animals, understands them enough to be like, ooh, I get it, or like, you know, see animals. So it's not some like for- strange concept to them worldwide. They could yeah. be like, oh yeah, I know what a bunny is. I know what a fox is. And so it's, I feel it has a worldwide relatability kind of to it, you know? But everybody can I like thought, something I about it. It was really important in terms of message. I thought, oh, I thought sure. it was like yeah, the yeah. first time we've ever had a movie that was geared towards kids specifically about tolerance. And I thought that was really, really cool. Maybe cartoons in my childhood did it enough that I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's why I'm like it's cute-ish. Yeah, that's why I'm like, cute-ish. cute-ish. Yeah. Cute-ish. Well, I stand for it. Zootopia, <laughs> I love ya. Love ya. I'll even, I'll even rent you on iTunes, maybe. Clearly. Oh, look at that. Clearly a lot of people fall into that yes. same category because it's at one billion. Yeah, absolutely. And still climbing. Mm-hmm. Now, in China, X-Men Apocalypse took $6.3 million on 286 screens for the best Fox start ever hmm. and the third best weekend for the format in June. Now, you see those international numbers, you all of a sudden you hear like, oh my gosh, it's the best Fox start ever uh, in China for an X-Men film. Do, do you think for Fox, is like, all right, definitely we got to double down. This is a good sign. We're going to keep making these X-Men films. If oh, they I make mean, money. you know they're mm-hmm. going to keep making oh, them. Oh, yeah. But I just also wonder what else was playing in China at that time. I do. Sure. Like, what else did they have going on? Like, what, like for them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know what they're watching at the cinema right then. What's coming out, like, at that moment. Like, when not, they go to theaters, what Chinese films. Yeah, like, right. you know, yeah. I want to know, like, what the impact is with that. Well, certainly, like, this, I just wonder, like, with the direction that Fox is going with these X-Men films, like, seeing, like, these kind of returns, like, all right, we're just going to stay the course, or rather, I, I'd like to see somebody other than Brian Singer maybe kind of helming these and see, seeing what, a different voice Gasp. would have of these. Revamp it? Yes. I think that would be with Fox uh, say, yeah, but with Fox like, well, it's But we were just talking great. about how we're already having a hard time kind of following movie to movie. Don't you think that would be, be even more difficult if we had someone There's so st- new stepping yeah. in? Are they gonna do like a new director every like three, <laughs> like every three films? Like, is this gonna happen? Because otherwise, it's gonna get kind of like confusing. Well, you I know what like, I mean. I feel like that whole universe could use a, just a, a, a just a general overall a reboot. restart, a restart for sure. Mm-hmm. But without an oh, I don't seriously, need to, I, I don't. Again? I don't we'll do another Deadpool movie, movie <laughs> yeah. and we'll just like throw them all together, and it'll be great. No, I certainly feel like the Deadpool movie is more successful. And I think it shows, at least well, for for its box office, that they just stayed very true to the source material. Mm-hmm. Well, that and the fact that they advertised the hell out of that movie in so many different ways. Like, yeah. that was the most creative campaign I have ever seen. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was so much was. fun. And it definitely had fun with itself, too, which is yes. nice to see. Yeah. But that's, Absolutely. That's, that's source Deadpool. material. That's Deadpool. That's exactly. Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. Now, one movie that did come out last week, uh, Popstar, Never Stop Stopping. Never stop, never stopping. There we go. That's it. Uh, it debuted from Universal. Ooh. Did not do very well. Came in at number eight. Just want to touch you on that look, briefly. Will you look at this? 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. They're liking that movie. Yeah. I, I, interesting. Only got uh, like uh, $4.6 million there at the box office. It's going hmm. to be a cult classic. Yeah. I feel Watch. Like, yes. Watch. That's what Watch I what I say. Uh. Now, with the 77% rating, do you feel like maybe this might have a little staying power? I mean, it's not going to re- draw a tremendous amount of money right away, but it could stay... Maybe right in the top ten for a lot. Of yeah, it is, weeks. this is going to be more like a rental. It's going to make all its money on the back end. Yeah, probably. that's it's what more I think rental. too. Because people are going to hear about it and they're going to talk about it word of mouth. Just look at Rotten Tomatoes. Now, you, have you guys seen it? No, I no. haven't seen it, but I'm going to. Yeah, so same. Now, <laughs> but now seeing like the what the Rotten Tomatoes are, maybe kind of a little bit of buzz that makes you more compelled to go see it while it's in the theaters, or like ah, I'll just wait till it comes out at home. Uh, I mean, I'm not really compelled to like go out and see it tonight, but I'm gonna like it's one of those movies I have plans to see it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know when that's gonna be. But oh, okay. I'm gonna see it. You're not doing like Quinn. Get it? Get, we get all the girls together. We gotta go out. <laughs> well, I, I might get the girls together. Whatever. <laughs> you know how it is. No, Richie's gonna just go get the but little you know popcorn. What, it's pro- for me, it's like there are always so many other movies that are probably more of a priority for me to see. So mm, then that mm-hmm. one will get put to like one of those Sundays where I'm not doing anything and I'm kind of like I've seen everything else and I know I want to see it and it'll probably be really really funny and I'll be talking about it for like years. So. One yeah. of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, one of those. When do you have a free Sunday, really? Yeah. Seriously. When do you have a Yeah, come Barely. On. Yes. All right. Now, uh, that was the the top five, as well as a little uh, non-sec order with number eight there. But now we're going to give you a chance to get to know us a little bit better as hosts. We're the new host of the Box Office Breakdown. <laughs> so we thought, as we always do, talk about some top five movies, talk about like the box office, though, some kind of theme. Since we're new to the show, we thought we'd kind of give you a chance to get to know us a little bit better. And we're going to do our top five movies, just in all in general. Just the five of us, we're each going to give you our top five list. So you can kind of see where our point of view is, where our mind is when we're talking about films. So why don't we kick it off with DJ Richie Skye? Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I know Richie's already said before the show started, it's like, I've got one. I don't know. Like, I think we've all got one of those that we're going to have to feel like we need to defend on that top five. 
Okay, I'm just gonna go through them. I love it. I love it. Interview with the Vampire. Woo! Really? Absolutely. I'm a vampire movie type That's person. That's your number so, one. No, it's not my more. It, oh. I'm saving that. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we're going from five to one. Okay. She's already judging my choices. <laughs> really? Dude, I love Interview with the Vampire. Are you kidding me? Brad Pitt, really? Tom Cruise, and tiny little. Um, and I like the book. Kristen, uh, yeah, Kristen Dunn. Oh Dunn's my God! Like that was her first so appearance. Cute. Wow. I Boy, okay, interesting. I would not have thought those words coming out of your mouth. See, what? All okay, right. so next on my list is Clueless. Oh, all right, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Clueless is also on my list, Richie. Are you serious? Yes. You lie. No. I never run into anybody that says that. My, I, I That's have, the movie that made me want to move to L.A. Am I lying? No, no. Not, that is. You're, I kid you not. It's the movie that made you want to move to L.A. It is, it is. Nice, okay. The next one is Captain America Winter, Winter Soldier. That oh, is a really okay. good film. Really good I film. love that. I can watch that on repeat, like, back to back to back to back to back to back. Um, the next one is the first Avengers. Loved, loved that movie. So as you can guess, my number one is going to be Captain America: Civil War. I'm a big comic person, so like they had everybody in there. It was better than the Avengers films. It definitely trumps all of the X Men, all of those other mutant movies. Like it's everything. Love it. Like interesting favorite movie of all time at this point. Wow. Can I also add an honorable mention? Yeah, um, sure. House Party. That is a classic movie. And if you haven't seen that movie, yes. listen, you can actually look at it on YouTube. And I suggest you go, like, it made me want to DJ. So, wow. There you go. Because you want to be the Martin Lawrence. Yep. Yeah, you want to be Whoa. Martin Lawrence in there. Not with the dragon breath, but no. like everything else, yeah. You want to do his little move where he's just yeah. going to shimmy in as he spins that around? That movie was yeah. epic. <laughs> Uh, all right, great five list as well as an honorable mention. I will co-sign that house uh, house party movie. That yeah. is phenomenal. I cannot get enough of that film. All right, Carrie D. Lane. All right, uh, and I know at least one of these I'll get flack for, but you know we'll get there. Okay, uh, I guess I will kind of go in order, but they're not necessarily like number one, number two, number three. But uh, we'll start with number one, Fifth Element. Oh my God! You know that movie is always on. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's always on television. Oh, I swear. Channel? Just about. Um, I don't know if it's like, it's one of those like off channels. Like, I'm, I'm going to find out and I will tell you next week. Right. I'm sure it's going to be on this week. It's always That's, on. It's always on. Some, it's some network he's like, we're just going to run the fifth element yeah. all the time. <laughs> That's what we're going to do, guys. <laughs> but like, Chris Tucker just annoyed me so much in that movie. So much. I couldn't, I just can't get past it. So that can, always just Can I ask out. a question? Do yes. you also like Total Recall? I, I do. The okay. original or the, the original? Remake? Yeah, I, I actually didn't it, they, see the remake. They, to me, seem similar in a, in a um, sense. Well, the thing with Fifth Element is I pretty much like anything by that director. So um, uh, okay. it's visual. Um, he did write it as a child, so it is yeah. a comic booky, youthful feel to it, which I love, and it's very visually stimulating. Um, my dog is named after the girl. My dog's <laughs> name is Lilu. Spelled ah! differently, but yes, my dog's okay. name is Lilu. All right, so anyway, I just loved it. I loved the, just everything about it. Uh... And it's one of those ones, editing-wise, and as I've gotten more into film, I appreciate it more. It's like, there's the discussion. Where are the stones? They're not here. And it's cutting between two completely different conversations, but it's one conversation. So you're like, that's actually really good writing and editing, because it's entertaining and informative with being creative. Uh, Another one that, as I've watched it more, too, I'm like, I just love this movie, is Hackers. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, MG, like... (laughs) (laughs) And that movie, you watch it later and you're like, this is so fun visually. Like, there's a, a, you can see, a lot of the ones I like are very visually interesting. There's part where they're in, like, their phone booths. I mean, it's super dated. Super dated. But that's okay. So much fun. And Angelina Jolie, the lead with the short hair. I used to have short hair and I actually had her photo as a reference thing when I went in. Get out of here. I had a few photos and hers was there because I was like, oh, she's so sexy. And, like, it's just cool. You know, it's just a cool movie. I rollerblade, so it's really cool to have too. That's your connection. Yeah. I rollerblade, too. I rollerblade, that's another <laughs> so you one. You can see that um, I'm very devoted. And, uh, but yeah, it's always great to see the those movies where they're predicting like technology is going to oh, be yeah. like and hacking and then watching it now. It's always fun to look at that. Oh, and so it's filming technique. Like there's a part where they're in like their, the phone booths and doing a thing and they shoot it where they're rotating and you're like, that's just visually so cool. Like just a creative way to express that moment. So yeah. I like that. Uh, soundtrack is amazing too. I have that soundtrack. Uh, pump up the volume. Oh, wow. I was gonna say cricket. Yes. Wow. wow. All right. That was, was another Christian one. Slater? When you rewatch it, it's so good. It's so good. It's funny. It's very intelligent. It's. I mean, I didn't quite have like that kind of teen angst, but I like the girl character. Like, I'm more. Oh, there you go. But personality, I'm probably more like her. She's very artistic. She's very fun. And she's a little wild, and she's like, "Come on, we're gonna do this stuff." So 
That one's really fun. Uh, then Amelie, love foreign oh. films All as right. well, and okay. French films especially probably. And that one's just, it's beautiful, the music. So yeah, music, visual, and the story is adorable, so it's great. And here's the one that I know I'm going to get flack with, but hey, I'm I so saw it when I was it. a kid, so I loved it, is Waterworld. Oh, yeah. Wow. That wow. one I know did horrible box office, but I'm also a sucker for post-apocalyptic movies. So I saw that movie, and I actually went to... Universal Studios saw the stunt show and I was like, Mom, I have to see this movie. And they're like, All right. And so I saw it and it was super cool. And just, yeah, I like post apocalyptic films. So Waterworld is the one that I watch whenever it's on, I watch it. Do you and know the, what I mean? Every I single have, time I see it on, I'm like, All right, we're going to watch Waterworld, obviously. I have both versions of it. There's a version that aired on TV that had extra scenes. So I have that recorded on VHS still. <laughs> wow. And I have the original VHS. And I've seen Postman and I like that too. It's Waterworld on dry land. <laughs> <laughs> so is it post apocalyptic movies or just Kevin Costner? Um, no, there's other post apocalyptic movies I like as well. Mad um, Max's? Yeah. Okay. But I've seen rank, those too. But not as good as Waterworld. I, there's a difference between, like, any film I would argue, there's a difference between a, being a good film, mm-hmm. a critically acclaimed film, and, like, personal enjoyment film. Because there could be a film that's award winning, but you personally don't enjoy it and have no connection to it. Right. Or you just see it the one time and you're like, okay, I'm good. Like, Virgin Suicides, I'm good the one time and it's a really good film. Um, Requiem for a Dream. Good the one time, but it's an amazing film. So there's a different Clockwork Orange too. Um, You can see it the one time and you'd be satisfied. But there's those movies you just want to watch over and over again, or you can put on in the background and be like, "That's your movie that's gonna make you feel good." So those kind of are my top five of like, I can put them on while I'm doing something. Since I've already seen it, I don't need to be like sitting and watching it. But they're ones that I know and I enjoy, and you know, you're gonna. Feel like pepped up after it because you're like, oh, exactly. so fun. Um, I guess honorable mention because another one that just peps me up is Center Stage. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. I did dance a lot, so that one was so <laughs> fun. I, mean, I watched that movie and I'm like, I want to go back to dance class after <laughs> Someone Gallagher, made me watch that movie. Such a babe. <laughs> and so Zoe fun. Saldana back in the day. Oh, yeah. And then there was a thing, quick side note on that is there was a thing in the news lately where girls were doing uh, hip hop on point, which is not really a big thing. But, um, in that movie, they did rock and roll. They did point to uh, rock and roll music. So I was like, okay, it's not really an original thing. This movie did it back in the 90s, but whatever. Right. Anyways, those are mine. Yeah, I do think, I agree with you. I feel like there's two things that make a favorite movie. Rewatchability. Exactly. Yes. And nostalgia, your connection yeah. to yep. it. You know what I mean? And so that being said, my favorite, uh, we'll, go with, we'll go with my most boring one first, mm-hmm. Back to the Future. I love no, Back to the Future so much. It's a comfort movie for mm-hmm. me. I'll actually all three of them. I love the second one, and I know that like a lot of people don't like that one, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I I can watch those movies over and over and over again. Find new things that I think are funny that I like mm-hmm. didn't realize were so funny before. You know, it's a comfort thing. I, I just grew up watching them. There's yeah. something about movies from that time period that <laughs> just cannot be redone. Yeah, I can, like they can't make movies like that anymore. Yeah. Sorry. And like Michael J. Fox, mm-hmm. I would love mm-hmm. to see this. The who do you remember who they had cast as Marty as Marty McFly before they cast? Because Michael J. Fox was uh, doing Eric like Stoltz. yeah, I would love to see like his clips. I think that they're going to release them at some point. Are they are they on the the Blu-ray? Oh, I was told that they weren't out, but maybe they are. I'm sure. I don't know. Cool. I'll go. I'll go and look at that. I'm Let sure me know in the comments, knows. guys, where I can go find them. <laughs> Send me a link because I'm curious. Um, my next one is I'm gonna do um, okay, Clueless. I'll do since we already said that, but Clueless slash Cruel Intentions because oh. I have like a really <laughs> dude. Because I was gonna say Clueless, but since you said it, I'll be like okay. Then my next one kind of is like Cruel Intentions. Yeah, classic. I am obsessed okay. with Cruel Intentions. Another one is just that like I just remember me and my girlfriend seeing this movie for the first time in in high school and just being like, oh my god, Ryan Phillips. The obsession was so real. So we'll give Cruel Intentions. uh, We'll go um, in Bruges. Yes, yes. Sorry, that was love. I know, I know. I love in Bruges. I can't help it. I think that movie made me like actually made me like Colin Farrell, and I never ever thought that I was ever gonna (laughs) like him. And um, yeah, I just, I just, I mean, Ray Fiennes, everybody, everybody in that movie. Mm -hmm. I think Peter Dinklage is in that movie. I mean, the entire movie is fantastic. We'll go Notting Hill. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Notting right, Hill. Good. Notting Hill, I grew up with watching that movie with my parents, so that's definitely the nostalgia in it. But also, like, I just watched it again, like, on the plane the other day, and I'm just like, man, this movie holds up. It's so, so, so good. And then, like, there was Notting Hill, and then there was Four Weddings and a Funeral, and, like, Julia Roberts is just so much better than Annie McDowell, and I love Annie McDowell. But you know what I mean? But, like, Julia Roberts just, like, killed it. Like, she was so good. Like, I'm just a girl standing in front of a boy. Anyway. Yeah, it was better, much better than, like, is it raining? I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed. Oh, it's still raining. I hadn't noticed. Um, and then we'll do um, Spirited Away. 
Oh, yeah. nice music. Mm-hmm. All right. I had the yeah. That is like I I I think I actually watched that movie four times in one day. Mm. At, at a certain point because I was just like it was such a comfort and I, I love all the Miyazaki movies Howl's mm-hmm. Moving Castle mm-hmm. I love Kiki's Delivery Service I love them all but like Spirited Away just has like just everything about that movie is so so beautiful and the the message everything is just like <sighs> <laughs> and then my honorable mention is Matilda oh, oh, that was yeah. a good one. I need way more than five yeah. I'm sorry I feel like I just, anyway yeah Matilda okay. Uh, mine, I guess, uh, oh, Back to the Future is one of them as well. Okay. Just because, like, especially for the second one, I would go with uh, like when all three. I'm a sucker for time travel stories. That's yeah. one of my favorite all time genres. And just the way they go back in the second movie into the first movie, mm-hmm. and just the little touches and nods they did in that. I just, oh, I could just watch that stuff over and over mm-hmm. again. Uh, Groundhog Day. All right. Oh, gosh. Kind of time travel. Oh, uh, yes. That I, I could I could watch that over. I mean, that's just one of those like everybody's saying like it just yeah. turns on and from wherever it is, I will just watch it all the way through. I will still, I just, a friend of mine just had a birthday and all we did was we just texted each other quotes from Groundhog Day. That's it. So since you're a fan, I have a quick question. How long do you think he actually was in there by the end? I remember like reading, I've seen like, it. I've seen it. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's millions of lifetimes, I think. Yeah, something it was like, like that. some outrageous number for that, which okay. like, man, all right, which makes sense, but it's like still, oof, that is punishing. I can understand why he, by the end, he's like, uh, is it done? Is it done? <laughs> uh, so I, good. Uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Okay. Uh, I, yes. I, I, really? Yes. I see. I like the first Star Trek. I wouldn't. Okay. So with with the next one coming out, <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm I'm so curious. All right. So that movie apparently did not do very well. Like, what was your thing about it? That man, there is just like that moment when uh, when Spock is dying, and they're just like, oh, that. I mean, as a kid, I was like, ah, I will weep. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> that was just so great. Because I, 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 growing up, I, my, my dad was always watching Star Trek. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the, you know, so it was always on repeats and stuff like that. So yeah. I just grew up watching that. And mm. so, so it's, it's, that, it's 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 yeah, good to see it again. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? You, that, like the nostalgia factor, and you just bring sure. in so much emotion to that relationship. So when that death scene happens like man yeah uh, you've got to be soulless not to cry speaking of other films that make me cry little mermaid i uh i will cry at the end of that movie anytime you put that on there i almost put hercules on mine oh yeah when king triton is with ariel and they're saying goodbye oh and i'm just like (laughs) i will cry like a little baby every single time yes i wish i could have seen it at the hollywood bowl Oh yeah! I that. saw Snapchats from it. And it looked like it was so much fun. Titus uh, Titus Burgess was in it, and oh, uh, um, from Unbreakable mm-hmm. Kimmy Schmidt, and I mean a whole bunch of people. I mean, uh, it just looked like it was such a blast. Hmm. Oh, that would have been very cool. So wait, was Little Mermaid one of your choices? Yes. Okay. Uh, Little Mermaid, and then uh, so uh, Groundhog Day, Alice Starts at the Con, Little Mermaid, uh, Back to the Future, and less. Uh, we're gonna go with uh, just in the Matrix. Ah, uh, yeah. I could yeah. See Classic. It. Wait, yeah. which that one? original the came first out? One. The first oh. one. Yeah. yeah, there's just that moment when you see bullet time happen, like, yeah. and, and not knowing anything else, there's just that, like, that, that feeling in your stomach where you're yeah. like, I'm seeing something I've never seen before in my yeah. life. This is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that just that feeling. I feel like, I, I don't know if I've had that. I think the only other one I had was uh, in Phantom Menace, for as much as I did not enjoy all most of that movie. That scene where it's the long one extended wide shot of uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul having that long extended lightsaber fight mm. take. That was mm-hmm. the only other time I felt like that little twinge, like, oh, wow, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, since then, I you know I haven't found anything else. I'm still chasing that feeling, guys. <laughs> still chasing mm-hmm. that. So that right there is our top five. Maybe you get a chance to know us a little bit better. Uh, you know, uh, or judge us, judge us accordingly. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> what have you? Tweet your judgment at us. We will take it. I, I will accept your scorn. I'll take. I just that. love the attention. So yes, we at me. Uh... <laughs> now uh, coming out this week, the week of uh, this Friday, June tenth, we've got some upcoming films being released in the box office, including The Conjuring Two. As we're talking mm. about sequels, now mm-hmm. you see me too. Another sequel, and then finally Warcraft, already been released over in the UK, but now coming out stateside. So, it's time now. We're going to be doing a little uh, uh, predictions here. Uh, now, the original book, Conjuring's opening weekend, was nearly $42 million before dropping down to $22 million in its second weekend. So just keep that in mind as we're talking about that. And the first Now You See Me, which opened around $29.5 million before dropping to $19 million in its second weekend. Did you guys see the Now You See Me? I did see that. I, yeah. I first really one. liked yeah. it. I, I think I did not. It was a lot like that movie. I can't believe they made a second one. <gasps> I think it was, yes. Why? Oh, I thought it was such a snooze, man. I could. I was so bored. Really? Uh, I really was. I was fascinated. It was unpopular yeah. opinion, yeah. as you will, but whatever. I think it was kind of a sleeper movie. It didn't do well at the box office, but I no. think it's one of those like you didn't go see it and then you saw it later and you're like, that was really exactly. good. Exactly. That's what happened to me. I, I'm I saw it because magic. people were talking about it. Yes. Yeah. 
So now with that in mind, we'll give you a few little uh, caveats to our predictions because now we're going to be doing a little bit of a game here. We're going to be doing a little prices Right with our box office predictions. That's right. We got theme songs, prices Right. I was right. wondering why and that YouTube playing. video was yep, up. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> so basically how it's going to work is we're all going to basically take one film here. We're going to predict the box office here of what we think that this will do. And here we go. Uh, we are going to do, we're going to do Now You See Me too. Why not? We're going to do Now You See Me too. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're all going to take our pick for where we think this is going to fall. Give us your box office opening weekend for Now You See Me 2. Given the fact that the original did $29.5 million in its opening weekend, came down to $19 million in its second. Richie Sky, what do you predict the opening box office will be for Now You See Me 2? I'm going to say $31 million. Interesting. Okay. The reason I say that is because my personal belief is that people will see it based on their what they saw from the first one. And I thought it was phenomenal. So it makes me want to go see the second one. Okay. Just my thought. All right. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit conservative. I'm going to go 26. Um, I'm going lower than the first because I don't think it is you know people really know what it is but it does have a lot more names in it this time exactly. around mm-hmm. so that might be a bigger drop but I'll, I'll go with 26 okay all right I think Quinn? I'm gonna kind of go in between you guys I think it's gonna do better than 26 just because the billboards man mm-hmm. those yeah. billboards with all those names on it yeah. you said 26 you said 31 I'm gonna go around 28 I really think that it, I really think it's gonna do all right. I think it's actually gonna do. I'm gonna say it's, it might match. It might match the first one. Really? You okay. think it'll be 20, just, just the billboards? I mean, yeah. You have, like you, you, can't, you, know, you can't Morgan not Freeman see them. and Daniel Radcliffe and everybody else on those things. People are gonna people are gonna love to see that, even if they hadn't seen the first one. I, think. I don't. know. I mean, I agree that it's got a lot of names in there, but it's also going against The Conjuring 2, which has a Fair lot enough. of heat behind it as well. The re- early reviews are that a good. It's a horror movie. Different crowd though. Different crowd, but I still think it's not gonna do as well as The Conjuring 2. So I. I'm gonna go twenty. I'm gonna say twenty-seven for that. That's Ooh, right in the middle. Right in the middle. Mm. Look at that. Okay. Look at that. Well played, sir. Well played. Twenty-six-one. No, <laughs> I'm going for a full twenty-seven, guys. Woo! Yes. So that right there, our little presses right game. We'll see how we do next week. We'll see who takes the uh, the ballot, the bragging rights. All right. So now, folks, now that we do our presses right for that. We're going to do our actual top five predictions of the films coming out. Now, of course, as we have coming out, as I mentioned, The Conjuring 2, Now You See Me 2. We also have Warcraft, and then we have everything that's in play this week, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Will X-Men still stay in the box office uh, top five? Me Before You, Little Romance. All right. So, Quinn, what do you think? Starting with you, what do you think the top five is going to be? I think number five is going to be Warcraft. Um, I think... Honestly, I think all of these openings are going to bump out everything pretty much besides Mutant Ninja Turtles and, and X-Men. I think we're looking at just Just to everything. clarify, Quinn, yeah. t- uh, number five would be the one in last place. Right. So you think Warcraft's going to bump out everything. Do you think it's going to be in the first place? Like <sighs> this the, is the so highest? complicated. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that it's going to go. I think it's going to go uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number one. Number two, we'll go, we'll throw in The Conjuring. Number three, Now You See Me, X-Men, Warcraft. Interesting. All, All right. right. Look at that. You still think the turtles are going to stay strong? I do. All right. Carrie D. All right. Uh, I think Conjuring's going to do well. I think they'll be number one horror films. Often do well. A lot of people like the first one. Uh, and for a horror film, that's pretty darn good. Uh, so number one, Conjuring 2. Um, because it's new, I think Now You See Me 2 will be second. Um, Ninja Turtles for third. X-Men 4, Warcraft 5. I feel Warcraft is not going to get as big of a draw, so that's why. I yeah, think. I agree. Okay. All right, Richie. I completely agree with Carrie. The only thing is that I would change Warcraft with uh, X-Men. Okay. Mm, okay. So Warcraft would be 6, X-Men's 5. Yeah. Well, no, well, X-Men would be... 6, and Warcraft's 5. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Okay. Uh, yeah, for me, I, I'll go Conjuring 2, Nice See Me 2, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... Warcraft, and then uh, X-Men. So we are all in agreement that we think that The Conjuring 2 is going to top the box. Yeah, yes. I agree. I mm-hmm. said it was going to be Ninja Turtles, but I'm changing my mind because I can do that. <laughs> I got <laughs> to talk from the booth. I'm actually patched in. People can hear me right now. All right, go ahead, Steve. I got to say, Warcraft made $70 million in UK in two weeks, and you guys all put it number five. 
Well, I put it before X Men. Um, <laughs> I think I think it will at least do as well as Conjuring Two. So I'm not gonna make you change your top five, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw that out there that I think it'll you do think least, Warcraft I, is gonna like do better than Conjuring. I think Warcraft's gonna make at least thirty five million. Okay, I think I'm, I'll switch my X Men X Men at five, Warcraft at four. Do we win something if we get it right? Just the bragging rights. The bragging rights that you got it right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. who's going to be the first one on this panel to get it right? You That's gotta, true. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, we'll find I'm out. Just... Yeah, well, the problem with Warcraft is, I mean, it is an action movie, so you get a big draw. Action movies often get a lot of people in there. Oh, um, yeah. It is fantasy, though, so that could be mixed bag with some people. But based on its source material, that has a huge built-in audience. So, But then they might be tentative of, like, are you messing up our game? That's you a know? very passionate group of people, so yes. we'll have to see. They're I think be. that could also build as yeah. well. It you know what I'm saying? Like, later. It, it continues to rise. They'll I talk getting... at their guild. They'll be like, guys, we need to go see it next <laughs> exactly. week. Exactly. <laughs> I keep getting the Warcraft posters and the Tarzan posters mixed up. They look so much alike. Well, that's How not a you... good thing. No, so, it's not a good thing. There's a little bit of drama on this show with someone named Boss Turner who calls in every week to the show. And he's a little bit upset that the, la- the last co-host <laughs> left. And he told me he would not call in tonight because he was in protest. Everyone in the chat loves you guys, though. I want you guys to know that. But he's calling in right now. Do you want to yeah, sure, see what yeah. yes. Bring it on, buddy. Bring it. Hey, Boss Turner, you're on the line. The boss Turner. Boss, how are you, sir? Fine. All right, so now I understand you were perhaps going to be a little protest about calling in. You've changed your mind. What do you have to say to us? Yeah, I do the call to the show all the time with the previous host to do this show. Fantastic, boss. Well, here, we'd love to hear what you have to say here as well. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of over there because the show had to get new hosts and stuff. So they call and they still call once in a while. Oh, yeah, don't be a stranger. Yeah, this weekend, The Conjuring 2 is going to be the number one movie because yeah. I saw the first one in theaters. Yeah. The first one, I liked it the first one, but it wasn't scary, though, to me. Mm. But the prequel was scary. Annabelle was scary to me. Mm-hmm. No, they, they yeah. do a great job, yes. Uh, yeah. I think The Conjuring 2 probably will do, like, it could do, like, $48 million. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. All yeah, right. and number two, number two probably now you see me too. That probably do like mm-hmm. uh, probably like thirty five. Okay. okay. All right. Now, yeah. so you said thirty five for a nice two. That was close yeah. to my guess. That's, that's way yeah. That's way more than any of us had for it. Yeah, number three is probably gonna be on Ninja Turtles two, which I seen yep. already. You're matching up with my choices. My, yeah. Yeah, they put them in my city last year. Number four probably Warcraft. And yep, number yep. five probably. <laughs> Wait, what's five, number five? five? What did you say for five? Uh, uh, I say four is Warcraft. Yeah. Number okay. five probably. Number five probably X Men Apocalypse. You, you yep. and I are in yep. complete yep. agreement. Yep. That's exactly my decision too. Now, Boston Curse heard Steven. There you go. Steven thinks Warcraft's going to do much better than we've thought that we, that so we we'll predicted see. on here. So what do you think? Do, well, do you think Steven's right? I don't know because the, the movie looks the movie looks ridiculous. I think it's going to bomb here in the U.S. So it doesn't look terrible. It's crap. So. Yeah, there's too much other stuff already. I think that is like kind of aligning with yeah. the same kind of viewers that for it to do well. I yeah. think. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. only time will only tell us. That's, 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 yeah. that's the only way we're going to know. We'll find out next week. Thank you, Karen. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Just really, really All right, good boss. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for calling, you calling man. in. Yes, please. Right. Call right, in as much bye. as you can. You okay. want me to go ahead and throw the number up for more callers? Yeah, why not? We'll get a couple calls yeah, here. Yeah, we got some time. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the show, so. We got I'll, a couple minutes. I'll take yeah. some callers. I'm going to put the number in the chat. It's 424 253 if people want to call in, I'll go ahead and take the calls now. 424-253-0504. All right. So <laughs> while we're seeing somebody <laughs> yeah, calls Yeah, you guys in, are uh, really great. Uh, <laughs> man, wait, they're wait. awesome. <laughs> now, we did have a little bit, bit of debate there. Stephen uh, chimed in in regards to Warcraft. Uh, it says in two weeks it's had seven, $70 million. Now, certainly you don't know all the, the, uh, the U.K. box office releases there. Pretty but, much uh, the same as ours, probably. But that's uh, yeah, also they, foreign release because sometimes foreign films, like – I think it works both ways. Over there, they're like, oh my gosh, cool new American movie. Over here, if you're a fan of foreign films, you're like, oh cool, new foreign film. So that could be the draw as well. 
Yeah, it, it'd be interesting Possibly. to see in the UK what else is it's being yeah, up against. What it. else yeah. is coming out? Does it have the country yeah, too I going think, at the same time? I think even abroad, for the most part, American movies do pretty much the best. Got cool. a caller on the line. That's all right. right. A hot caller. All right. Welcome Call to Box Office. Hello, my name is Star Drew from Canada. Oh, wow. Hey, hey, welcome. Thanks for calling right. in. How are you doing this evening? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, excellent. So what do you, what do you think is going to do uh, box office-wise? Who's going to take the uh, the top crown of the box office this coming weekend? Uh, I'm with the uh, brown, brown girl thinking... Uh, <laughs> Now you see me too would be twenty six. Ah, all right. Okay. Ah, okay. Okay, going with twenty six. Uh, but I'm thinking Warcraft could do uh, forty or fifty billion this week. What man? Uh, that's a, a that's lot. a that's a lot of money. Look, all right. So definitely siding with Stephen on that. You think it's going to do much better than the rest of us think it's going to do here? Uh, Conjuring and two could. Do at least good 30. Yeah, that's why I don't Yeah. And I'm going to throw in the wrench with uh, X Men and have it for 8 mil, but uh, fifth place. Interesting. Right. Right. That's my decision, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Look at that. All right, man. Still still, still, still a little love for the X-Men right there. Yeah. Still it's going to hold on, I think, to spot number five. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be a little late for callers this time, but yeah. I think uh, I think that was a great great show, guys. Look at that. All right, yeah. guys. So look at that. Ooh. All right, look at that. <laughs> Box office breakdown, our, uh, the first uh, new mm. edition of the, this new panel. Thanks so much for sticking Maybe around with us here. the first one. <laughs> yes, the first of many Yay. to come here. All right, but now, folks... As we said, like us on Facebook, follow us on uh, iTunes, give us those five stars right there. Yes, continue the conversation with us on Twitter as well. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Richie, if they want to continue the conversation even after the show is over, where can they find Feel you? Feel free to stalk me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. And you can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinskillian. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can find me on Snapchat at Quapchat. Snap me. Hey, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm so envious of all their names right there. I want those. Oh, my goodness. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. That's it. We'll see you next week for another edition of Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. Get your popcorn. Go to the sodas. Go see the, go to the movies, guys. Go to the Woo! movies. Go see the picture shows. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.